You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've not learned music. X-R-A-D-S-A! Just the good stuff, baby. Okay, let's go. <laughs> we all thought that was the baby when that was just a kid with like a Lego set. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. That's why I was like, ah, I forget what it is. And you guys are like, it's the baby. Was it not the baby? Well, well the, the baby. The less, let's, goes, go let's go is the baby. But honestly, that's not even him. People were saying, let's go. Oh. I mean, I think it's I know, more Mario I, than it is the baby. Let's be fair. It's a good I thought the, the <laughs> okay, let's go. Oh, that no, was no. him. That's some guy with a sick ass le- Lego, I guess. Uh, Lego rave. Yeah, Lego rave. <laughs> Sitting there with his dad. Great dad. Hey, let's go. Great dad. So today, um, I saw that tweet this morning of the fake A24 that was like, give us some, give, give us a tweet. We're making movies on tweets now, which reminded me, um, as I'm reminded maybe five or six times a year of my favorite tweet of all time, <laughs> tweeted by Sean Barry. Um, she's dummy thick with science. The greatest, <laughs> like, weird out can't even touch that. <laughs> science she's dummy thick with science with science so uh poetry tyler you were there at that inception bom, bom, bom. yeah that was during you dragon were there con. at the inception yeah that was during dragon con i was we in my car playing that song in the, yeah yeah we were on like zaxby's or something yeah and i just she's dummy thick with science and it like that was the end of the day <laughs> yeah well, i was like classic, that. classic thomas dolby reference <laughs> We were listening to it. Yeah. I uh, I was at work today and somebody said, hey, the monkeys are coming to town, like the band. And I was like, there's no way that I know. I know Davy Jones is dead. Uh-huh. I was like, is Peter Tork dead? And they're like, maybe I looked it up and I was like, yeah, Peter Tork died two years ago. He fell off a roller coaster. And I realized <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't made that joke at work yet. That's that's kind of our, our thing. And somebody at work goes, what? <laughs> Because he would have been about 85. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, okay, fine. I follow roller coaster. But <laughs> hit the pavement and exploded. It was crazy. <laughs> okay, let's I go. I didn't realize that many of the monkeys were dead. Jeez. Half of them. That show the aired like at the same time as Bewitched. What no, a weird like way to say the 60s. <laughs> late 60s. No. <laughs> Until the cultural revolution during the Bewitched era. <laughs> That that show aired during the second episode of WandaVision. <laughs> were, y'all a, were y'all a Bewitched or an Igen Regini household? Because they're the same show. They are. Just like Pepsi and Coke. I'm I'm a Bewitched. Mm. Bewitched purist. It's like Monsters or Adam's Family. We were Monsters. We were never Adam's Family. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Monsters are way better. Oh, I was neither. I think I was Monsters. They were too scary. Wait, I mean, you get Fred Wynn. <laughs> I was a Flintstones household. Thank you very much. We were Jetsons. <laughs> we were Jetsons also. <laughs> Were you were you Scooby Doo or Jabberjaw? I <laughs> <sighs> was Arthur. It's funny. <laughs> How many of those shows are just like of the time? Just like oh, CBS has a hit with a genie, a guy who marries a genie. We'll have him marry a witch. <laughs> hey, I think the witch came first. Let's be real well, here. Well, which did come first? Ah, ah. who's up first? <laughs> <laughs> um, I never even realized that. Well, like a lot of the uh, like the cartoons of that era were like they got a hit with Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. and they were like, "All right, the formula is talking mascot and five teens," mm-hmm. which is where you got like Jabberjaw, 
uh, the Dune Buggy one, which I can't even remember. Oh, yeah. There's like a bunch of those, like Josie and the Pussycats to a lesser extent. Right. I thought those were all Hanna-Barbera, though. No, they were they all are. cats. But they, oh. were, but they were like, oh, this is a hit. Pump out as many of the same ones as you can. <laughs> like, <laughs> got it. Like chase cartoons with like Sylvester and Tweety. We got Tom and Jerry. We got mm-hmm. like a bunch of just the whole dynamic is just one of them. Roadrunner and Riley Coyote. It's just like yeah. one of them chases the other. One just wants to just has an insatiable taste to kill the other. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It never can. I, I saw, of course, on TikTok. For, okay, TikTok's taken over my life. For one, I watched the entire series <laughs> finale of Avatar The Last Airbender, as well as a few episodes of Code Lyoko the other day, which was sick as hell. Uh, Are you just, like, scrolling through TikTok live, and you see, like, someone's airing Code Lyoko, and you're like, okay, and you turn your phone no, sideways, and you just watch it? TikTok thinks I want to see this, which they're not wrong. Uh, I think I just, like, at one point in time, someone was, like, showing an entire Naruto episode, or I was like, okay, people are doing that, so I comment on, like, this is sick as hell. Oh. And now TikTok, yeah, thinks I want to see it. Um, Got it. But I came across a TikTok, which is just a Scooby-Doo history account. And I just yes. saw them. <laughs> I thought her too. Okay. You might have saw the same TikTok. I was shocked to find out that Scrappy came in and they had like six series with Scrappy. Like they had what's uh, they had the, the original Scooby-Doo. Then they had like kind of a spinoff. The one where they like went around with like the Harlem Globetrotters and Batman and Scooby-Doo stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And then they got rid of Velma and Freddy for like the longest time. And it was... The creators left, and oh. it was just like the, the Hanna Barbera like leftover people. Because and then they're like, "Oh, well, what do we do now?" Oh, gotcha. And that's when Shaggy got like the red T-shirt. Yeah. Yes. Outfit change. That was yep. what TikTok was about. It. It was like, "What's the timeline of the Shaggy red shirt?" Yeah. Because that's I remember that I was we were watching a video last night about like favorite Halloween watches, and so and Jenny Nicholson covered um, Scooby Doo and the Ghoul School. Ghoul School. Mm-hmm. That also reminded me of uh, I for, I don't remember the name of it, but it was like Scooby Doo. And, like, it was the Wacky Racers episode with all the monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was he wearing red in both oh. of those? Yes, because he was. Because the TikTok I- posed that red shirt Shaggy is in a different universe where monsters actually exist. And That's green the shirt, explanation. Yeah. Hmm. Dang. I've, I found an article here on Screen Rant of 10 animated Scooby-Doo ripoffs that you didn't know Hanna-Barbera made. Oh. Um, Hanna-Barbera made at least 10 more of these. Um, I mean, of course, we got uh, Jabberjaw. Um, yeah, Captain Caveman, the Teen Angels. Uh, <laughs> that's a cool Bu- name. Buford and the Galloping Ghost was a a bloodhound dressed like a prisoner and an old prospector with some teens. Um, Ooh, that's not one. good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new Shmoo appears to be <laughs> just giving up. Uh, a, like it looks like a penis creature, He's like a ghost, <laughs> and he's here. Here he is, true. riding around in a car with some teens. Uh, man, Clue <laughs> uh, Club had the dune buggy uh, and two dogs. Uh, wow. Oh, Goober and the Ghost Chasers was another just blatant Scooby Doo ripoff. Just dog and four <laughs> teens. Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid was uh, like a Josie and the Pussycats band with the talking dog, I guess. Wow. Uh, my favorite one on this list is Inch High, Private Eye, about uh, people who solve mysteries, but the lead character is a one-inch tall detective. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Wait. Clue Club wasn't the Dune Buggy. Speed Buggy was. Th- they made two Dune Buggy cartoons. 
I hope the new uh, Warner Bros. Metaverse game gets all of these characters in there. <laughs> Otherwise, Absolutely. you know what? I think, Radish, we should crowdfund and purchase some of these really shitty-ass properties from Hanna-Barbera and revamp the it. the rights for Clue Crew. Clue and Crew and new Shmoo. Yeah, and Shmoo. <laughs> Here's there's Buford and the Galloping Ghost. I just dropped him in the Radish channel. There's the new Shmoo. You can attest that oh he does god, look like Oh my god, the new Shmoo looks like a dick. <laughs> and he looks like a penis. Um, and then the last one I say for last is the Funky Phantom, which is also blatantly Scooby Doo, but there's just a black and white, looks like Thomas Jefferson ghost with some teens. It's like a. That guy. What the hell. <laughs> He looks like he talks like this. They were just stoked they didn't have to color this guy in. They're like, oh, he's a ghost. Oh, yeah, he's a ghost. We don't have to paint ink and paint anything for this guy. Oh, man. That's great. Hanna-Barbera, fantastic. Always be a uh, staple on the Radish podcast. I was going to say they don't make them like that anymore, but then I realized that every adult animated cartoon now looks the same. So Yeah. But I missed that. Look. You got Harvey Birdman and stuff, which will look like this because it's just, yeah, that's it's just a, the that's same. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Cartoons, they had the rides to those characters. They either look like Adventure Time or they look like... Uh, Big um, Mouth? No, well, Big Mouth or BoJack Horseman. Yeah. Mm. I feel like those are the three... Mm. Which way, Western man? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get some um, animators in our replies saying, how the fuck dare you? Anyways. Hope so. More listeners. <laughs> That's true. Great. We love animators. That's yeah. Excellent. Talk yeah. About. <laughs> Welcome to Radish, the animation podcast. Um, <laughs> got a, a pretty nice show. I mean, the rest of it, we're just actually just going to talk about Hanna-Barbera the rest of the time, I've decided. Um, Typically. No, no, no. We got some good news. Got a little game that we're going to play here. The the uh, the dictionary, Merriam-Webster, just added a whole bunch of new words. So I'm going to test these guys on their vocabulary. Um, then we've got... Some good show and tells. We're going to talk about the new Cowboy Bebop adaptation. Um, hate it or love it. And uh, Sean's got some shit he's going to talk about. Then we are... Uh, <laughs> then we're going to... Uh, um, uh, this just in. Uh, Eternals canned before anyone has ever seen the movie. So now we they are... They played uh, it cans? Yeah. They made it cans. Uh, so now Reddit... Uh, or Reddit. Now Radish is going to rewrite the entire uh, Eternals. Um, I'm your host, Tyler, uh, the devil's devil, Mick. Most of you guys are scared of the devil. I'm we what all the devil. Be. I'm what the devil's scared of. Yeah, uh, Chainsaw Man. You can't talk about this openly. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it's me, your freshly alive boy. If you're watching the stream, I know it's late October, but if you're listening, it's November, baby, and I'm back to life. It's... Uh, the war on Sean's, I don't live here anymore. Uh, I think we can maybe score uh, enough war on drugs references this month. Nice. Hi. Pour yourself a glass of warm cider. Because it's me, Will Cinnamon Broom Thar. <laughs> oh. That sounded like Joe Para, which reminds me. Joe Para, coming up this month, back, right? Coming back. Yep. I was so Have you seen Para, Joe Para and John Wilson both coming back this month. Uh Big big month for a weird guy. Um, big month for. Have you seen the guy who he's on TikTok? His whole thing is that like he's just like a really like calm cottagecore guy. No, he's amazing. 
he, every he time li- his video comes on, I, I keep it on because his voice is oh, so nice. He lives in the great cedar swamp of the upper peninsula of Min- oh, peninsula yes. of Michigan. And he goes, hey there, buddy. And he just like has this like very nice, he has like a like a big dog who lives with him. And he watches VHS tapes and makes like fried fluffernutter sandwiches. And it's just like, <laughs> it's like, it's like visual and like audio ASMR. I'm just like, ooh, this is nice. Ooh, this is it's, nice. It's all so comfy. He does it so well. He did a house tour and he lives in like a shack full of hockey sticks. Amazing. That's awesome. Like it's built of hockey sticks. No, like it's just like a wooden shack with a tin roof and a hundred hockey sticks inside. He's like, oh, gotcha. Here's, here's some of my twigs over here. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, when we hop into good news, we got we got some uh, we got some uh, uh, dudes rock news this week. Hell <laughs> yeah. yeah. Number yeah. one, man spent $150 eating every single meal at Six Flags since 2014. Honestly, goals. This is the second person this week I've heard of doing this. Wait, what? <laughs> Who's the first person? There was another guy on TikTok, and he was like, yo, I'm at Six Flags. I spent $100 on the all-you-can-eat pass, and I come here after work every day and get dinner, ride the rides. And then he was, I was like, well, as long as he's not over Georgia, because I feel like that would be a terrible waste of driving to Austell, Georgia. And he turned the camera around, and he was at Six Flags over Georgia. He was right up to the <laughs> Superman ride. And I was like, oh, Amazing. Bu- oh buddy, no. <laughs> he said he lives right across the street, so he must just live in Austell. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can get, like, for $100 a year, you can get the all you can eat. You get, like, a lunch, a dinner, and a snack, and free drinks. Wow. And this guy went, he, he had an internship. He was an engineer at an internship nearby Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yeah. He also not a great to, area. I feel like Six Flags are, are never in great areas. But anyways. No. They just like, what, adventures. What's, what's scary? It's part of the thrill. Um, <laughs> uh, and then he, he goes on his lunch break and he goes into Six Flags and he, he would get lunch and then he'd go back to work. Uh, he might ride a ride or two. <laughs> 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 and then uh, on his way home from work, he would pop into Six Flags again, pick up dinner, <laughs> and go home. He said he didn't buy groceries once the first year. Wow. Um, and it cost well, him roughly 50 cents a plate. Unbelievable. Here's what I'm caught on. Six Flags cl- has an off-seat. Like, it closes. I don't think Magic Mountain does. Uh, okay. Because I pulled out their schedule, and they were open well into November. Which okay. Six Flags over Georgia is not. He also mentions they have seasonal food, such as the Thanksgiving hot dog, which he looks forward to every year. <laughs> oh, no. It has cranberry <laughs> sauce on it. I guess Southern California does have like that kind of like summer weather sure. for most of the year. Sure. I'm mm-hmm. right, Tyler. It, it never gets that cold. It gets chilly at night, but um, and it doesn't rain. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, what, was this guy at least getting, I don't know, like salads? Do they have salads at Six Flags? He said. They didn't do healthy items at Six Flags until about 2016. Oh, no. So he had a lot of hamburgers the first two years. Good Lord. He fucking he was like, sized me himself. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I was really thankful when they put better food on the Six Flags. Because <laughs> I was getting really tired. One of the things was like mozzarella chicken balls. And he's like, I've probably eaten 750 things. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, I'll be glad if I never have to have one again. I'm like, no, no one's, no one's making you do this. That's true. This. That's true. This year, uh, he said, he said that now that his wife lives with him, um, he can't go there for dinner or on the weekends anymore. But he can still go for lunch. 
<laughs> he's become married. I like the now that his wife lives with him, as if they're living in like a, a like a super. I love Lucy situation. Where it's like not only do they sleep in separate beds, but they sleep in separate houses. Yeah, they've been married since 2007. He only started doing yeah. this in 2014. <laughs> she left in 2014 when he said, "I'm going to eat at Six Flags every day." <laughs> he finally got her to move back on the condition that he wouldn't eat dinners or weekends. He posted a picture of like some of the food. It definitely looks like food you'd get at Six Flags. I know Six Flags food. I wonder if Six Flags is going to see this, and either I wonder if they're going to see it as like good advertising. Or if they're going to see it as like, we got to nip this in the bud. And like next year the season passes, they're going to have like a completely different meal plan. <laughs> just none. They just re- remove restaurants. This guy need not apply. <laughs> <laughs> or just going to name it after him. It's no longer like the Six Flags meal pass. It's the Six Flags Jason pass. The Jason, the Jason <laughs> Memorial food pass. <laughs> they just bring him in like in ads next year to like just talk about the food plan. Like Subway did with uh, I, the refresh spokesman. <laughs> I don't know if you can eat a funnel cake every day and ride Superman every day. I feel like those two <laughs> things are at odd with your heart. If you if you eat it and then get on the ride, it'll just push it through really fast so you don't really digest it. <laughs> you feel full, but you don't digest the food. This man is only hydrated through minute-made frozen lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's eating so many goddamn pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> this man is the biggest proponent of Dippin' Dots and his group of friends. <laughs> you know his co-workers must roast him indefinitely over this. Just like, oh yeah, People Jason's working back there have to. <laughs> <laughs> He's been there so much, everyone has to know him. <laughs> I think you're, you're vastly wanna... <laughs> overestimating how much the Six Flags employee pays attention to the... <laughs> the guests. My, I love to imagine every day because Jason's just the coolest guy in the office. He's like, I'm going to Six Flags. Anyone want anything? <laughs> he shows up with a cape every day. <laughs> he gets a souvenir whenever he goes. Can you give me a Tasmanian Devil, devil plush, please? <laughs> Not even a plush. A basketball. basketball, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wins that Batman guitar that I guarantee you sounds like dog shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like DJ Khaled. Oh, that's great. Shout out to Jason. What a guy. Is that even his name? No, I just named him. I think okay. he didn't reveal his name. Um, to be fair, I probably wouldn't Wishes either. to remain anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> um, next dude that rocks, uh, a hiker got lost in the woods 24 hours, but had cell service. People were trying to call him to get a hold of him. They weren't in his phone book, so he didn't pick up. Um, which honestly is probably the most relatable thing I've ever read. Um, it's just out there, just like not answering. It's like, oh my god, I'm I'm lost, but I, I have no idea who this guy is. Who's calling me? It's like it's probably sales. I don't want to talk to this guy. <laughs> We're calling you about your vehicle's extended warranty. <laughs> we did probably pick didn't up. Want to waste time. his? Yeah, didn't want to waste his minutes or his battery life on that. He's like, oh, <laughs> I know the park ranger's phone number. <laughs> I do think this this brought up an interesting point, though. I thought these stories were associated, but I guess not. But, like, someone was saying, like, if you do ever get lost while hiking, make your, like, voicemail, like, your outgoing voice message your, lo- like, most recent location so people know where to go. I'm by a tree. to get in touch with you. I'm in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Help. <laughs> Help. <laughs> I just I love this guy wandering around lost. His phone's just ringing off the hook. <laughs> yeah. Didn't want to pick like, it up. No. <laughs> I, I got to take this. Stuff to <laughs> I have to take a media cleanse. <laughs> They're stomping around like Mark Trail. <laughs> 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 I 
It's like, we talk, do we talk about this on the show or is this on, wait, wait, don't tell me. There was a guy recently who drunkenly got lost and joined his own search party. Yeah, we talked yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, hey, people. What are we doing? I actually like Sean's idea of events here that he like really told himself or promised someone, I'm going out to the woods and I'm not touching my phone. Like maybe he's like such a hard worker or something and he got lost and he was just so stubborn. He's just like, I'm just not, I'm not going to do it. He eventually I made it back not. to his car. So um, then he opened his voicemail and was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, I don't blame the guy. I don't blame either guy in this situation. Um I mean, either oh, uh, either the, the, the drunk guy or Jason. 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 And, oh, yeah, Jason. Or, yeah, and the lost guy. J- Jason's name is Dylan. I looked it up. Uh, That's a, the most oh, okay. the most Dylan move of all time was going to Six Flags for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a character breakfast every morning. <laughs> yeah, a character breakfast at Six Flags is like the most dismal thing on earth. You get to see Bugs Bunny smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. You're just like sitting at one of those steel grate tables with a fucking... <laughs> Zabaro umbrella above you. Daffy Dog just kind of like walks over and just taps you on the like just pats your back and walks away. <laughs> Bye, Daffy. <laughs> Captain Planet sits down. He's like, "Hey, you gonna eat all that?" <laughs> that's that's the character brunch. <laughs> the, the, the Six Flags character breakfast is you sit down at a table with a bunch of other characters and you're like, "Hey, I don't think the characters are supposed to eat." And you just take the head off and eat a slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus um la- last piece of uh news here queen watch got to keep our eye out got to keep our eyes on sean got to be careful here what's your latest i'll be fine nostra shawness what is your latest prediction and what i do is I, I i tell siri to set a reminder for myself and just i find a date and i said on this date ask me if the queen is still alive <laughs> um so right now it is Thursday, December 16th. Uh-huh. All right. That's going to be my check. Longtime Radish listeners will know if Sean guesses the date of the queen's death, he gets a free year of Omaha steaks. So <laughs> get him the steaks, everybody. Get him so the steaks. My, I, I'm feeling a second week of December. <laughs> no, the 16th. <laughs> finally. What's the okay. spread? 16th. Nice. I think Spencer's finally going to be what does it? Oh, well. Who? Was, who? Oh, the, the, the Spencer. movie. Yeah, not, not the gifts. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer's gifts. <laughs> Why is that bank a butt crack? Oh. <laughs> what do you mean? I have to go sit down. Is there a chair in the back? <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Let, let's move on. To the back of a Spencer. <laughs> this way, your highness. We're, we're, run, we're running late, so we have to push through to the game here. Uh, behind super excited the curtain. For this game. <laughs> <laughs> Quick behind the curtain. Heavens. Okay, so. Merriam-Webster Dictionary released uh, like 470 new words that it added to its dictionary. And I saw the most wet blanket post of all time saying elder millennials aren't understanding the new words that are getting added to the dictionary. So I figured I'd take a look, see if I could find some words to stump actual millennials here. So um, I got three each. I'm going to propose a word to you guys. Uh, It's going to be a a nice little vocab game here. Um, just to give you an idea of, of words they added, 
Deplatform was added. Am I oh, that one. Am, see- am I right was added, spelled A M I R I T E. Know that mm-hmm. one. Copy pasta and dad bod all were added this year. So cool. All right, we're going to start with. Uh, let's start with Will. Okay. So Will, what is an ublek? This just seems like a jelly alien. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, uh, an ublek is a mixture of cornstarch and water. Um, that, uh, that, uh, at rest, slime. At rest, it's a liquid, but if you apply pressure to it, it turns solid. Um, That's so. a non-Newtonian fluid, is what that is. That is not. Check the dictionary. Uh, Today, I learned that I mad. I am an ublek. We knew it as gak. Yeah. Uh, Sean, what is a teraflop? Oh, that's um, it's like a a huge amount of, um, it's like a large amount of data. Kind of. Processing power, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 a unit of uh, computing uh, or measuring computer calculating speed. Is Uh, is a teraflop? Smartphones have like teraflop. Gosh, Uh, right now you guys are so millennial. Come on, guys, (laughs) get with the times. Uh, Will, I think I I think you actually know this next one because you used it earlier. What's a fluffer nutter? How was I that mean, just added? I don't know what the Urban Dictionary definition is. But it's a, <laughs> this is the Merriam-Webster. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> what if it's still filthy? Um, it's it's uh, peanut butter and uh, marshmallow cream. Yeah. Yep. Needs to be what between white bread if you're a fluffer nutter purist. But Absolutely. That's Why the is it going to be white? <laughs> <laughs> that sandwich has been a thing for like 60, 70 years. I don't know how it just got added. Probably because it had the word nut in it. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, Sean, next word. Titter. Titter. <laughs> I think it might, you call it? I think it might be tighter. It's T I T E R. Teeter? No, no, it's not teeter. That's T E E T E R. Yeah, but T I T E R? T I T E R. Titter. My baloney has a first name. T I T E R. Let me some titter baloney. Uh, isn't it mean to like kind of laugh quietly amongst yourselves? Uh, no, it's a it's a unit of measuring uh, the concentration of a substance in one's bloodstream. Um, millennial, I can't believe you didn't know that. Yeah, Gen Z loves that. <laughs> they tit all the time. I think it's a teeter. It's got to be a teeter. It's got to be a t- teeter tighter. Tighter. Yeah. Tighter. Tighter. I don't know. Well, next leader, not a lighter. Whatever. What is otaku? <laughs> uh, no, no clue. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's an Irish taco. Close, <laughs> so close. The Merriam-Webster definition for otaku is a person who has an intense or obsessive interest in anime and/or manga. So, sorry, you didn't get that one right. Well, um, I'm, I have a passing interest. <laughs> that's fair. Not fully otaku. I, yeah, I see it at books a million, and I go, hmm, <laughs> maybe. I'm like, gonna stop and read it like some kind of pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Last one here for you, Sean. Uh oh. Small ball. Oh, um. You should know this one. Yeah. It's. <laughs> you died of it last uh, uh, Not No, that's not the actual definition. <laughs> <laughs> I caught me, Tyler. That was good. Um, it's either Little League Baseball or when someone is like taking something easy. It's like a, like a small, like. Uh, just manageable task that could be easily done. Close, close. You were you were on it with the second one. It is a baseball term. 
It's when uh, a, a at-bat advances one or more base runners into scoring position. That's a small ball. It's like almost an RBI. Yeah. It's a pre-RBI. <laughs> hey, hey, this is just what Gen Z's people are saying, you know. I, I understand you're, you're a Ken Burns guy, so. Yeah, but. Sean's a, Sean's a, a batter saw to... Mountain Landis baseball <laughs> scholar. <laughs> yep. Curious. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so check it out. There's a, a lot of very interesting words added to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, and I guess millennials just don't get it. Um, was, the, was the critique that millennials are too young or too old to get it? Too old. It's Why like, would that be? That millennials wouldn't know what a fluffer nutter was. I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, there was a lot of stuff like WTF and FTW and WTH, I, which I are all millennial. Me. Like, we were texting that. But I can yeah. see boomers being like, kids today don't know what a fluffer nutter is. But I can't yeah. see Gen Z being like, those people are too old for marshmallow cream on peanut butter. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, true. That's Adults like, today don't know what a teeter is. I that's yeah. I didn't write the article. In fact, I, I poo-pooed the article. Uh, just uh, <laughs> it came up on my feed. But um, cool. Very fun. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's move on to uh, show and tells. Will, I know you got a short one. So why don't we start off with yours? Yeah, I'm only a couple episodes in, but Secession's real good, and I'm sorry to say Sean was correct. Ah. Woo! What I so if I can if I can talk for like 30 seconds. Um no. Twitter Twitter has done the worst job ever of pitching Secession to me because they only post clips of like very serious looking white people being very upset. Yeah. And I was like, this show looks stuffy as hell. I don't yep. want to watch like a legal business white collar nonsense. Yeah. Um and it's hilarious. It's from the creator of Peep Show which I oh. didn't know. Wow. Um, and every episode has like a handful of laugh out loud moments. Uh, Greg and Tom are the two funniest characters I've seen in a long time. There's so there's an episode, episode two, I think Greg knocks over this giant ornamental bell in their apartment. And then the housekeeper walks out to see what that was. He turns and goes, I'm sorry if my bell summoned you. And the scene <laughs> just ends. And it's so good. Like the, the show does a perfect job of like, Punchline cut. It's like perfectly yeah. edited. It's like every scene ends with like half a second before you've processed the big punchline. It's 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 really really funny and pretty compelling. But yeah, season three just started, so I'm gonna try and watch it before then. <laughs> I uh, can vouch. Season three finally started, and it rips. It is so good. The, it's only two episodes in right now. Three, if you're listening when you're listening to this. Uh, Every episode is just so much fun, and they feel so long because there's so much going on. There's so much intrigue. Uh, can confirm that Greg and Tom are my OTP. Uh, Greg is hysterical. He's the he's the glow in the dark kid from Sky High. For those of you, uh, you know, you know, Nick image. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not uh, I'm not going to credit you for discovering Succession or anything like that. But you were talking about Succession, and probably your review of it was the first earnest. Like, this is what this show is about, and this is why I love it, that I've heard. Um, but now, it just, like, people are making, like, fan cams of, of yeah. people in succession. They've been on S. I haven't watched, but they've been on apparently on SNL the past few weeks. They're kind of, like, the moment. Uh, yeah, wasn't so, Kieran Culkin hosting last week? Was that last week? He's, he's hosted. He's hosting this upcoming week. And okay. wow. Ed Sheeran was supposed to be the, the musical guest, and he got COVID. So I don't know if they found That's anybody right. to fill in yet. Um, they found Chubby Checker. <laughs> Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the guy who sang at that lady's mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it's a common thing. He calls women up on stage. Um, hey, you know, you're Chevy Checker. You're just <laughs> glad people think you're alive. <laughs> brought the twist in. 
Um, but yeah, uh, Will, I'll have to send you the, the succession accounts I follow once you catch up because everyone, it's the best drama on television. Um, it, it may end up second place all time for me, maybe. At uh, least where I'm at right now, I wouldn't even call it a drama. I would call it like black comedy, maybe. It is entirely a black comedy. Um, but just because of like what happens and what goes on, I still consider it a drama. But that's like, fair. The the dialogue and the characters, they just make it, man. Um, can't can't uh, co-sign this enough. Nice. I'll get to it eventually. I just started Midnight Mass and good Lord. That's going to take, that's gonna take a minute. <laughs> Got a lot of one. Oh, yeah, succession. One act plays. Succession has a lot of uh, 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 quick lines. Good. They, it, it is a show of just people sitting in places and talking, but man, it makes it entertaining. Yeah, there's not a lot of like fight scenes in succession. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. To top, it is just people anime go, fight scene succession. They're just yeah. they're just going to interesting locations and they're talking, but man, being awesome. being terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh cool. Midnight, I will say Midnight Mass, I watched the last three episodes in one go. I sat nice. down, watched, I guess was that five, and then was like, Yeah, I should probably watch six. And then I was like, No, I gotta finish it. Uh-huh. And it was like three in the morning. <laughs> I was like, Nice. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna want to stop at those last couple. Yeah. Good to we know. We rushed through it too. Good to know. I'll try to finish it out this weekend. Especially because I got a new show coming out soon that I am super hyped about. Uh, I know folks on the panel here are super hyped about. Uh, I know a lot of people aren't super hyped about. And this show and tell is not going to be why you should want to watch it and why people who uh, are saying stupid stuff online are saying stupid stuff. But I'm talking about all of the promo that we have seen so far for the new Cowboy Bebop live action series Ah, that's coming out here in November. I think it's coming out, yeah, November 19th. Can't come close enough. Um, we finally got the trailer after like, I, I feel like I've been begging since this summer, since that Netflix geeked, um, thing came out, uh, the, the, whatever it was, I don't know they what just they showed call that, that. They just showed that they got Yoko Kano back. Yeah. <laughs> which is it. awesome. Which is awesome. Yeah. Like I was hyped at that. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. We're going to have good music. Um, and then we got kind of like a first look scene, uh, a few weeks ago that was super fun. And then we got the intro and now we got the trailer and the trailer, honestly, I think I've been tempering my expectations because anime adaptations have a checkered history. Brand uh, new studio, though. Tomorrow right, production. Right. This is their this is their first thing. Yeah. Whoa. And I've I've been keeping an open mind. Um, and we finally got the trailer. Um, it looks really fun, really silly. The action sequences look like they're going to be great. There was like a cool panning shot of this huge fight scene uh, in the trailer and the sci-fi stuff. Like they're not skimping on the sci-fi CGI stuff that they got going on in the series. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I fully recognize people are upset about this, but I'm a a huge. They don't have to watch it. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm a huge fan of the series. I've watched through it twice. I think, Will, you probably are an even bigger fan than I am. It was my first anime. It's, it's a lot of people's Likewise. first anime. It's yeah. very accessible. Um, it's on Netflix right now for people listening who haven't seen Cowboy Bebop. Uh, maybe people who listen and, and aren't super into the otaku stuff uh, that we talk about on the show. Um, I definitely recommend checking checking this one out. It's a lot of people's first. and it's it's yeah. There's some kind of far out stuff that happens in it, but it's definitely super accessible. There's and no like Master Roshi nonsense. It's like there's no tropes really to it. Right. It's right. It's very, very rooted in like Western cinema. Yeah, it's it's Western, but it's 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 about some bounty hunters, space bounty hunters. It's is is kind of like a an overarching description of what it's about. Uh, Spike Siegel, very charming 
you know, classic trope. Um, and then a great cast of characters behind him. And I think that they're really leaning into it for the live action, which I think you got to do for a show like this. Um, and you could definitely tell the actors are giving it their all. They're not phoning this in at all. They, you could definitely tell that they're having a lot of fun with this. And, um, I'm super freaking excited. Um, but that's just me. There's, there's like a hundred alternate universes here. And in all of them, this show takes place in Chicago with spaceships added in post in the background. (laughs) So I'm very (laughs) glad they're going the, the speed racer approach to this, which was like, yeah, it's a big cartoon. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like we went, we made it because I I I am a fan of the Christopher Nolan Batman films. I'm not a fan that afterwards they were like, oh, we should do every movie this way. We should make every movie gritty, realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I think those worked really, really well. I don't think they work well for this, and I think we're we're slowly getting away from that and going to the Alita Battle Angel Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have fun with this instead of we're gonna yeah. make you think about how this is just Chicago. <laughs> yeah. I, I really want this to be good. I think I, I know that I'm going to like this just from everything that I've seen so far, but why I really want this to be good is because of the next property that they are adapting into live started action, production, which they've started production. We've seen pictures. Um, it's uh, this one I'm sure is going to be a lot harder to pull off, but, uh, I have my hopes up regardless. And that's the one piece live action series that, uh, hopefully we start getting some news about after, uh, this completes its run. But, um, the the word on the street is we will have the cast by the end of the month by the end of November. Holy shit, that's awesome! Because um, yeah, be cool. the, the the showrunner is already in uh, the south uh, South Africa. They're shooting it gotcha. down. They have they've they bought a <laughs> I follow a uh, a live updates news thing for this. Nice. Uh, they've they've rented a a uh, studio on the ocean for seven years if need be. Wow! So they are all in on it. Good. Um, Jeez. Hopefully, Sean. Time to start. Time to start reading, folks. Listening. Yeah. If you want to start getting into, well, first of all, check out Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. Check out the series. If you want to start getting into One Piece, we got a book club in the Discord. Discord. Honestly, the first the first hundred chapters, which is what the first season is going to be, like isn't there's not a lot of CGI involved with that. Sure, sure. Well, stretchy still, but yeah, but like you don't have like the crazy stuff yet. That's true. That's true. You got like Don Krieg. Yeah, we digress. We digress. But check out the new Cowboy Bebop live action series. Give it a chance. Yeah. Looks like it'll be a lot of fun. All right, I, Sean, what's I, what's the shit you're talking about today? But. <laughs> Yo. You can go ahead and skip. I, uh... <laughs> <And> fast forward. <laughs> We're going to talk about some funny eternal stuff later. Stick around, Sean. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah. This is our commercial break. <laughs> I got the stakes. Maybe in January. We'll find out. Um. God, I'm really at a crossroads here because for the past uh, month of October, I've been saving on talking about my new favorite Peacock show uh, that I've been watching every so often uh, and just falling in love with the character. But also Dune just came out. Yeah. That has been, I think, one of our most anticipated movies for the past three years, if not more. Um, and obviously, Tyler, I know you haven't seen it yet, so we can save a longer discussion for later. Sure. Um, so I'll just do I'll just do two quick little bites. Okay. Um, Dune is fantastic, of course. It's Denny Villeneuve's. Uh, he's a sci-fi genius. Um, the, his past three movies have been the past uh, top three sci-fi films of the past twenty-five years. Um, that I mean, including that Dune, Blade Runner twenty forty-nine, and Arrival. Um, funny enough, 
2049 and Arrival were kind of like Villeneuve's, you know, kind of tests of himself to see if he could really do what he wanted to do for Dune. And it shows. It's incredible. Cast is fantastic. Timothy Chalamet, very good. Hans Zimmer goes fucking all out. Pulls out all the stops. I don't think there's an instrument he didn't use on this score. It sounds amazing. Go see it. (laughs) He used them all at once. It sounds like sometimes. Uh, Uh, Zendaya's Michi, right? Zendaya's Michi. LeBron James is Guanji. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I highly recommend it. Uh, I know it's on HBO Max now. That's great. Use that to rewatch it with subtitles because there's a lot of words and a lot of hushed dialogue. But please, for the love of God, go see it in the largest theater you can with the loudest speakers. It is. It deserves to be just fully experienced. It is an incredible movie. I'm so excited that part two got announced. Anyways, we'll save that discussion for later. Uh, I also want to talk about this. Just a television classic detective drama starring Peter Falk. It's called Columbo. It is just the most charming, uh, quite captivating. It feels like it's the Frasier of like murder mysteries for me, mm-hmm. uh, where it's just very comforting to watch. Columbo, Lieutenant Columbo is just a very comforting presence. He's very smart. And the people he go up, he goes up against, you know, trying to, you know, prove that they committed a murder are all just great adversaries with all these different situations. The writers thought of, um, it it started in the early seventies and I think it went on to late eighties, if not mid nineties of just like each season is about seven episodes. And what they would do is since each episode is about feature length, each episode runs about an hour to an hour and a half. Um, they would air an episode a month. So it'd be like appointment viewing. They would air an episode of Columbo and then that's it. There's no next week. And then he dies next month. <laughs> then he dies. He comes and back like the month, prestige. <laughs> Columbo comes back and he solves another mystery. And they did that for he years dies. and years. And then he dies. Um, but Peter Falk, he like, there's no better cast character for this. Char- like he's so good. He's just like, you see him come in, you see him waddle in. He's just this, like this, he's just dumpy and he wears like these just old clothes and he just chain smokes a green bad cigar. He has a bad car. His dog is named Dog. You hear about his <laughs> wife, Mrs. Columbo, all the time. You never his wife see is named Mrs. Wife. Columbo. It's, you, just see, you just hear about Mrs. Columbo and you know she exists, but we never see her. She's it's like Maris. Just, That's the real mystery. Exactly. Um, and he... It's just so brilliant to solve these mysteries. Basically, every episode, it's formatted the same. The first act is dedicated to watching the murderer commit the murder. You see the motivations. You see not, how not really they do mystery. it most of the time. <laughs> it's not, not really mystery. The The best part about it is just seeing Columbo try and figure out how, like, he, the minute he walks in the room, he's like, this is the murderer. This guy did it. And... The whole episode is him just bugging the shit out of the murder, like putting himself <laughs> in their life and like really just an irritating them until he finds like a slip up in their alibi or like he tricks them into self-incriminating. And it's just, ooh, every time he's like, ooh, one more thing. Or he's just like, he, this one episode with Dick Van Dyke, he's a, a, like Dick Van Dyke is a photographer who kills his wife and spoilers for this 50 year old episode, but um, <laughs> I can't tell you the manga, no. <laughs> Basically, what happened was like Dick Van Dyke, he photographed his wife with his with a camera, and he had her tied up in a chair. And where are we at on time? Okay. Uh <laughs> he tied her up in a chair and said she had been kidnapped, and he like presented the photo to the police and was like, da-da-da. And like you seen you think his like case is tight. And then 
they Columbo is like he looks at like the the he blows up the photo and he brings the guy in. And he's like, look, this time on this clock is wrong, and the uh, photographer is like, no, you see, you've reversed it. So of course the t- the clock's gonna look wrong. And Columbo's like, I don't think so. If like on the the negative, it didn't look like this. And what they're in the evidence bay, and basically Dick Van Dyke goes over, picks the camera that he like took the photo with out of a bunch of other cameras on the shelf, and like picks up and goes and look at here. And they're like, you just self criminated yourself, buddy. You just picked that up. And it's like we never told you what camera the the perpetrator used. And it was ooh, you just see that. Like, oh, that's great! It's so satisfying. An episode it never ends with like him being taken away or a court scene. It just ends with like Peter Paul like, smirking. Yeah, it is with Peter Fogg smirking because he's dying. Pile of ash. <laughs> he's just passed. Um, it is it's burnt just away. Absolute charmer of the show. I highly recommend. Just the first episode is so good. The first episode just gives you a perfect idea of the character, the format, the mood. Uh, also, small spoilers for this over fifty-year-old episode. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. Whoa! It was before. Like it was the biggest like name drop at the end. Jaws guy? Of Yeah. It's <laughs> it was in seventy one. So this was before Steven Spielberg was directing any feature length movies of his own. And it was like, oh, this is like he did this. And it's so good. It's so much fun. It's fun enough that I'm being Columbo for Halloween because I just want to walk around and mumble and smoke a cigar and just kinda go, ah. Um, regular Tuesday for you. Yeah, that's regular, a normal shot. Regular <laughs> Bumble around. <laughs> just bumble around. Um and then die. Yeah. If you if you have <laughs> and then die. Yeah, Peacock, if you have, I think it's it might be on Amazon Prime. I don't know. Just give it a watch. It's a great little comfort watch. If you just have like a spare afternoon that you're like, this seems nice. Give Columbo a watch. It's it's very much worth it. Columbo, in a lot of ways, is the uh the Dengun Rampa of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it actually uh Recently, having rewatched uh, Knives Out with commentary, Ryan Johnson cites it as a, uh, a influence hmm. because you know who did it at the beginning. Well, near the close in the middle, but then it's like all about Benoit Blanc trying to figure out how they did it, and that's the fun. Columbo is also canon in Lupin the Third. There's an episode of Lupin the Third Part Three where Columbo's son, Columbo Junior, is a skateboarding detective. <laughs> He looks like a young Peter Falk. <laughs> he looks like Steven That's- Universe, but he's dressed <laughs> like Columbo. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, I'm glad uh, that creative naming. I would uh, uh, recommend you check out the Twitter account Smaller Columbo, uh, which is just fantastic. <laughs> it's it's just like you imagine a little Columbo, and he's like, Mrs. Columbo locked me in the pantry again. I'll be <laughs> sleeping on a can of beans for a week. <laughs> it's just it's just such a great character such a fun voice to do and it's it's it's, colombo blanco (laughs) (laughs) and he looks like oh you can't see (laughs) (laughs) oh i can tell yeah yeah yeah. that's fun that's that's he's an episode called the case of the skateboarding detective (laughs) why did they go with him for skateboarding uh who knows um you know what? I think I'm, I'm definitely going to check out Columbo now, Sean. That does sound very nice. Just like watch nice... the first episode, and it's like it's perfectly captivating. Great. Don't start Great. in the middle. <laughs> well, that's definitely the thing, not going to watch the watched, Van Dyke one. I watched the first. I think it's called Double Negative, Tyler. Um, but I watched like the first like three or four episodes, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to find like the best of like Columbo list and see what the best episodes are, see what this show has to offer. And I went through. I found ColumboFile.com. Um, I just went through the top <laughs> All ten. All of his notes. 
<laughs> uh, no, like why am I dying? <laughs> oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, like a grown I, man who loves Columbo. <laughs> exactly. But now it's it's a community uh, of people who just love Columbo, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a delight. Um, I guess let's wrap it up here. Uh, I had the idea. We we've got Eternals coming out this week. If you're listening to the podcast, um, feels like it's been out for weeks. It feel exactly. It feels like it's been out for weeks, and it feels like everybody's seen it and hated it already. Uh, How not every this movie not, not out. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! It was supposed to come out last fall. Um, there were rumors that it was going to get pushed again till next spring, and I think is this why it's called Eternals? Like, I think so. I think that this is why we're going to decide here because um, apparently. Everybody knows this film and knows it's going to be bad. So let's <laughs> let's rewrite it. Uh, I just saw the cast list. Just 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 based on the cast uh, of the most ridiculous named characters I have ever seen. Um, let's come up with a new Eternals uh, plot here. So let's let's run through our characters real quick. We got Cersei. Yep. We got Icarus. Yep. We got Fina. We got Ajax. We got yep. Kingo as himself. <laughs> Kingo as himself. <laughs> we got we got Fastos. We got Droig. We got Gilgamesh. <laughs> Makari, Sprite, and then Kit Harrington as Dane Whitman. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> it's a Christian last name. <laughs> I think he's just playing some guy in this. Like he literally is just playing some guy. His cousin Oliver to the Eternals. Maybe he he is an eternal, but he reversed Dick Whitman and instead My, of like uh, going to Earth as Don Draper, he's like I'm going to be known as Dane Whitman. <laughs> hey, who's your favorite Marvel character? Mine's Dane Whitman. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Sprite Remix. <laughs> Sprite. I love Gilgamesh. <laughs> I like how they they reunited you know some cast uh, members from Game of Thrones. You got Kit Harrington, you got Richard Madden as Icarus, and you got Cersei. Yeah, Cersei. <laughs> it's great. And Kingo's there. And Kingo. And Kingo. I, <laughs> I haven't seen like almost any of these characters speak. I just uh-huh. assume they just say their own names like Pokemon, and it's <laughs> yeah, going to be most of the movie. It's have you guys seen? Go, have you guys seen any of the trailers? Do you guys have any yeah. idea what this is going to be about? It takes place I on a beach. Loose... <laughs> <laughs> the beach that makes you old. I have a loose grasp. I know there's a, an assembling done of just like we were sent to Earth to protect the people. And now after this unsnapping, the balance in the universe has been thrown off. So we have to like do something and in order <laughs> to do something. We have to reunite all of the fucking Eternals. What do we think Who, are the chances? The balance arc from the Adventure Zone, really. What do we think yes. about the boys are back in town being played as they're all? No, because that's... <laughs> That's fun. Okay, <laughs> fair, fair. It'll be an orchestral song you can never now. remember for the life of you. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be the fucking 2011 Muppets where they're all driving in a car and they just appear and like it's a montage. Like, we found fa- Fastos. Yeah, we found Fastos. habit. Somewhere. <laughs> found Fastos somewhere. Found Than- Thena somewhere. I've seen a clip in the trailer of Barry Keoghan. Keoghan, is that how you say it? I have no idea. Keegan? As, as Keegan walking out of a barn with like a robe on and they're like, droig. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to be like, oh, finally, I got droig. <laughs> I mean, points to Barry Keegan. He's never played a character in which other characters are happy to see him. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, uh, Dunkirk. I don't know if anyone was like happy to He's see just him. He's a local not, boy. <laughs> not the people on the other side of the war. Um, 
<laughs> the Nazis were terrified. <laughs> the Nazis fear droig. <laughs> if I'm to be honest with you, looking at this cast list and even just looking at the names, Druig seems like it's going to be the villain here. Like, yeah. that's my called shot. I think obviously Druig is going to, he was good in the past and, and now he's not because he's been burned or something like that. That's just what Barry Keoghan looks like. Oh, you think they're going to turn against each other? Yeah. Okay. Or if, if anyone's, if anyone's the, the rat, it's Barry Keoghan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm saying, man, he always plays that guy. Or King. Um, um, I've heard, I, I've heard just from advanced screenings that there is, this is not, this is not a conjecture. There is a scene where Fastos, played by Brian Tyree Henry, admits to inventing the atomic bomb. Oh no! The one is just like, Why would you admit to that? I should have lied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like no. the scientist of the Eternals, and he's like, "I helped the humans develop the A bomb." <laughs> it's like, and I saw what they did, and now I've lost hope. Here's here's my favorite Avenger who caused Hiroshima. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing is that I don't I I think Marvel is using this as a way to like introduce Galactus as the next big bad. Maybe is Galactus so. even Marvel? Okay. Yes. Um, but it, even still, like seeing these characters, not I know how this sounds as fucking Marvel pilled as I am, but I don't see anyone I recognize, and so I just go, this doesn't matter, and I'll yeah. just like I don't care if it like it's spoiled for me. I don't care that. Uh, you know, person plays person's relative. Um, oh yeah. No, no, like, cool. no, no. Whatever. Eight-year-old is rushing to Target to buy an Ajax figure. I'm sorry. <laughs> like when I was a kid and the new X-Men movie came out, I was like, ah, Wolverine, Cyclops, all my cartoon favorites are in a movie. Yeah, this is yeah. gonna be awesome. No one's like, finally, Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how long has this? How long has this property been around? A while? Since like the 40s. It's like really? a Jack yeah. Kirby special. It's it's a oh. super old one. Apparently. And also, there's the Eternals and the Celestials, and they're different, apparently. Uh, I'm not a comic book well, nerd. I mean, Celestials, I am, but- that's, that's, uh, that's like, uh, uh, what's his name's dad, right? Ego? Yeah, that's like the big head in uh, in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. They're like mining the big gotcha. nowhere. Uh, gotcha. But apparently, they're like enemies of the Eternals, if you read okay. the Cosmic. I don't know. The Cosmic Marvel stuff's kind of interesting. But, yeah. like, I don't think any of the characters can carry a film or anything, especially when it's just kind of, I don't know. You have more money than God, Disney. Where's Wolverine? Where's Wolverine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you, I, I, you have, I, if, their, if their goal is to bring in Galactus, there is a Marvel character who is instantly recognizable, whose only role in the Marvel Universe is to be, hey, Galactus is coming, and it's yeah. the Silver Surfer. Why isn't there a Silver Surfer movie? <laughs> like, That'd be amazing. Or if he just like appears at the end of Endgame or some shit. You're like, that would get everyone so hype. But now we have to get two and a half hours of just eight more go. people going. Have to. Sh- we don't shooting. have to. Okay. Let, let me just. Okay. So Silver Surfer, I get it. I I loved. I'd pay to see a Silver Surfer movie. I'd pay to. I pay to see all the Marvel movies. Let's be real. Um, I'm excited at the idea of a whole bunch of characters I have no idea about. Chloe Zhao out of fucking nowhere directing a Marvel film. Does that not sound in, at it's least gonna, interesting? Like, it's gonna look cool, and the fights are gonna be impressive because you have a billion dollars behind it. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy watching this movie. I'm saying. Nothing about the Eternals. I was like, oh, finally, Kingo. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I mean, I, I was, I was like that because Kingo's friend of the show. I get uh, it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Shout out Kingo. What's up? Uh, we're we're actually hanging after this. But um, my my only complaint is that they have more money than God. 
and they can do whatever they want. Well, that's and the thing. In less than three months, we're getting all three Spider-Man plus Venom and Doctor Strange in a film. That should be I'm every fine movie. With Eternals. I'm fine. That with should be every movie. They sh- Eternals should look like the '60s comics. It should be brightly colored and stuff flying around, just absolute bonkers. If you're gonna do Druig, do him right. <laughs> <laughs> Justice for Druig, or at least the Druig cut. Um. Well, that wasn't what I planned for this uh, <laughs> fourth segment to be about at all. Just, but. I'm sorry we ragged on your about... boy Druig for so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not hanging with Barry Keoghan after this. I'm hanging with Kingo. So that's fine. We all are. You yeah. can only <laughs> say his name. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I'm still excited. I'm still gonna yeah. see it, probably in theaters. Uh, but that's I'll, just me. I'm I'm definitely the the I'll probably see it in theaters. The Marvel yeah, shill here, but I can't I, I can't see myself watching it on like my TV. That's not gonna be as fun. I'm gonna go yeah, to popcorn yeah, and watch true. it in the theaters. Like, right, right. Yeah. If so you have we'll to see. watch it. You'll have to watch it there. I mean, and honestly, we haven't had a laughable. Not saying it's going to be laughably bad, but it would be fun to have a laughably bad Marvel movie. It's Chloe Zhao. We got, we got it. It'd be bad. <laughs> like I mean, well, she didn't I, write it, did she? And may yeah, take itself it. way oh. too seriously. I know she wrote it. She she is kind of she. She said some stuff that's made me kind of eye rolling. She also added a sex scene into a Marvel movie. FYI. FYI. So great. Now it's going to be the top rated Marvel movie for fans for all the kids who mash their action figures together when they were kids. We got a scene for you. Yep. Yeah, That's Kingo King. picks up <laughs> Galactus picks up Kingo. And, uh, who else is on here? Dane Sprite, Whitman. Makari, Dane Whitman, and just bangs <laughs> them all together. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it is. I'm uh yep. I know we're gonna have a whole other episode of just us discussing Eternals, but uh Yeah. Make sure you go see Dune first. Yeah, of course. See Dune. Maybe do a double feature. That'd probably take all day. That takes seven hours. <laughs> well, there's there's so many good movies. I, I feel like we're gonna be talking about movies for a while. We got Last Night in Soho. Is that what it's called? Yep. Yeah. Uh, we got Spencer. Spencer. My most anticipated. We got French, the French Dispatch. Dispatch. Um, we're supposed to have Jackass. Yeah, Jackass got pushed. Yeah. Um, a lot of good movies out there. If you feel comfortable, go see some. Go see them in theaters. Yeah. I, I did go to an IMAX screening of Dune. And just like, I don't know, I a very cheap IMAX ticket. Very, I was like, I'm going to go get a popcorn because I went to the movies for the first time in like years. I'm going to go. And it was like yeah. $11. And I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> they got to recoup. Well, I, <laughs> I I saw Dune the way it was intended, which is I got to the theater and I was like, man, I'm thirsty. I should get a Diet Coke. And then they were like $8. And I was like, I won't. And I just sat through Dune with like a very dry mouth. <laughs> <laughs> when they were like, the still suit recycles your body's moisture. I was like, God, I wish that were me. <laughs> That, so that one part, small spoilers, Tyler, where Javier Bardem spits on a table. Will's like, I wish that were me. <laughs> I, he, he did that, and I was like, I couldn't do that right now. <laughs> I was like, I'm very <laughs> oh, man. It, it's such a... I've, again, I know I said this before Godzilla vs. Kong, but I forgot how loud movies are. And Dune was a movie that I was like, oh, yeah, this could be fucking loud. Not half as loud as my showing of Mugen Train, which is the <laughs> loudest experience I've ever been in. It was so loud. Oh man, I've seen yeah, concerts that were quieter than my <laughs> than my IMAX showing of Mugen Train, where they were like, "Kill them, turn it all the way up." <laughs> They're reading subtitles anyway; they don't need to hear. <laughs> it's like I've been flashbanged. <laughs> That's a kind of. There's a lot of loud parts in that. Yikes! A lot of yelling. Yeah, <laughs> it's only yelling. <laughs> all right, let's wrap it up. Um, I'll, I think uh, Eternals would be fun if Silver Surfer shows up at the end. 
That's my. That's I'm my. So happy. A Mugen train. No, that's my. That's my. Uh, uh, me riding Eternals. Keep it all the same. Of Cowboy Bebop. Just bring in Silver Surfer. <laughs> That'd be kind of sick. End of Dune uh, two. Here he comes. <laughs> Dune two. Tied into the Star Wars verse. Uh, and Marvel. Here's Kingo close in tow. <laughs> Kingo takes out a sand dune with his finger guns. Or a uh, sandworm. It's Bowers' finger guns. He got so ripped to do finger guns and die. <laughs> we don't know that. We don't know that. Um, he's like he's like Columbo. He comes back for Eternals too. <laughs> yeah. Search, the search for Kingo. <laughs> um. What was I even? Oh, ending the podcast as as it should be at like like the end of Columbo. We're all for the going week. to die. We're going. Well, we're going to die. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back in the next one now. Yeah, uh, it's just like the end of Columbo. Uh, I'm Tyler. You can find me online at Tyler from Radish. Find the podcast online at Radish Pod, uh, as well as our network at Indiesaurusnet. Go to Indiesaurus.com/slash/discord to join our Discord. Also, we have a YouTube account now where you can watch all of the streams the next day. Um, well, nope. At some point, so at some soon. Point, let's be real. The, the same day is the uh, same day as the podcast coming. Yeah, that's day. fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. We'll see if we stick to that. Tell but, like the deadline. <laughs> <laughs> and Will's in charge of it, and Will's going to do all of it. Uh, I'm just kidding. YouTube.com/slash radishpod. Uh, maybe just search radish podcast. Yeah, search radish pod. I'll get it right next time. But uh, we're gonna go check it out. We subscribe. We need subscribers. Uh, I've been Will. Cinnamon broom far. Um, you can find me at Will from online and on YouTube at that channel. If you find it, <laughs> I've been Sean. You can find me on Twitter at that Sean Barry, uh, everywhere else as Sean M Barry or that. Yep. We'll say that. Uh, out. <laughs> keep, uh, you should follow along because you'll likely see photos of me dressed up as we're, we're going to try to go for it. Columbo Burnham. We're gonna we're gonna match. Uh, that's, uh, that's good. So, uh, yeah. All right, we got we got a quick Tyler question here. <laughs> um, I forgot to prepare Tyler's question, so I got two words, and you guys are gonna tell me which one's funnier: bumfuzzle <laughs> or fartlek. <laughs> bumfuzzle, because I know what fartlek means. It means speed play in Swedish. Oh yeah, it's an oh. activity runners do. When they change between sprinting and jogging. I can see that apply to speed running. Bumfuzzle. Fartlek. I feel like Fartlek got more of a, a reaction out of me. So I'm going to have to say Fartlek by uh, default. But Bumfuzzle is a fun word. I like I like a Zul. I do like a Zul. All right, everybody. Ooh. Thanks for listening. All right, good night. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> You're listening to an Indie Soros production.